Are you ready to take the lead in the dance of life? Fall in love with who you are right now and find uninhibited joy every day? Then it's time for you to flaunt your smart, sexy, and spiritual self. Join radio host Laura Cheadle and learn how the five steps of flaunt can help you quit seeking approval, proving your worth, and release you from the judgment of others. Express all that you are, discover your naked self-worth, and finally, enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and today we are going to talk about getting through the holidays feeling joyful. Not just getting through the holidays and suffering through and managing, but getting through the holidays in a way that nourishes your soul, in a way that nurtures you as well as other people. Today we're talking about literally sparkling all season. And what I mean by sparkling all season is waking up every morning with enthusiasm that you get to do something as opposed to you have to do something. What I mean by sparkle is waking up with joy Waking up with that enthusiasm and that joy that today holds a new adventure, that you get to engage in activities that bring you joy, that you are able to talk to people, whether it's on Zoom or on the phone or in real life, but that you get to do things, not that you have to do things. I don't know about you, but... I have spent so many holiday seasons, more than I really care to admit to, where I am so consumed by by what I have to do and by what I should do that I really do lose sight of the fact that holidays are supposed to be fun. I have sat there with my Christmas cards feeling frustrated that I can't get the address label program to work. I have sat there handwriting notes and not really feeling the love. I have shopped and bought gifts just to check the box that I'm done and I've bought the gifts. And I have served plenty of meals and hosted plenty of functions where my focus is on getting through to the next course or making sure everybody else is having a good time. But myself, I myself, I'm not connected or I'm not enjoying it. Or I'll hop up from the table because I want to make sure I stay up on the dishes and then I don't have the opportunity to enjoy the conversation. I don't know about you, but to me, that's not what the holidays are all about. That's not nourishing my heart, feeding my soul, creating memories and connections. That's getting through life. That's not really living. And especially this year, especially 2020, because it's been such a difficult year for all of us, I want to make sure that I have a really happy holiday season. And it's my mission 
to do everything that I can to help you have a joyful, connected holiday season as well. Now, before we go any further, what I want you to do is go to www.sparkleallseason.com because I am having a five-day Sparkle All Season Challenge. And that challenge runs December 7th through December 11th. And even if you're hearing the show and it's after, that's okay because if you sign up, I'll send you a link to all of the challenges anyway. What the Sparkle All Season Challenge is designed to do is it's designed to get you out of your head and into your heart. It's designed to help you let go of all of that incessant doing and to instead start feeling, start feeling the magic of the season. And quite honestly, it doesn't matter what you celebrate or even if you celebrate. What's magic about this challenge is it takes place during the last month of the year, the last month of a difficult year. And it really will help you ground and center and prepare. The season of winter is about death. It's about going within. It's about slowing down. It's about rest. And it's about being. You can do <laughs> in the summer. You can do in the spring. But the fall is about harvest. And the winter is truly about that deep, embodied rest, feeling, and being. So my mission during the five-day Sparkle All Season Challenge is to really help you get in touch with how it feels to be and to experience and to really start enjoying the life that you worked so hard to create. So before we go into the show, before I start sharing with you some tips and tricks and ideas on how to start enjoying your life, go to www.sparkleallseason.com and sign up for my free five-day challenge. You will be so glad that you did. All right, let's start talking about December because it's December 1st. What does December mean to you? When you were a child, did you look forward to December? Did you look forward to Christmas? Did you look forward to having a break from school? Spend a few minutes thinking about what it was that you looked forward to, whether it was Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. What was it about December that brought you joy? If you live in a place where there's snow, maybe it was just snow and cold weather. 
What brought you joy when you were a child? I know for me, Christmas was what we celebrated. And I always had a lot of magic as a kid. I really had this idea that anything was possible during the month of December. To me, the snow looked beautiful. I loved cutting out snowflakes. I loved the way the icicles would form along the gutter. I loved having a break from school. And I loved the magic of the holidays. And for me, it truly was the idea of magic. I was lucky enough to live near both sets of grandparents. So that for me wasn't that big of a thing, seeing people that I normally wouldn't see. What was a big thing for me truly was just this idea and this concept of magic. What was it for you? Was it the idea of seeing family? Were people extra nice to you during the holiday season? Maybe that was the one time a year you didn't get yelled at or you weren't forced to do things that you didn't want to do. I want you to think about the positive aspects of what the holidays meant for you when you were a kid. And I'd like you to feel where those memories reside in your body. Is it in your heart? Is it in your belly? When you think about the warm memories of December and the holiday season and New Year's and Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or break or whatever it was, do you feel it across your shoulders? Do you feel it in your forehead? It doesn't matter where you feel it. I simply want you to focus on where you feel joy. Because joy is more than idea, than an idea in our brain. Joy is an emotion. It's a sensation. It's a feeling. And when you can identify where it is that you feel joy, it's actually easier to be able to reconnect to that joy as an adult. For me, I feel joy kind of across my shoulders. I feel it over my scalp. I feel this tingly, magical sensation. It doesn't matter where it is for you, but just focus on feeling it. The next thing I want you to think about is if you can recreate at least some of that sensation right now, wherever you are listening to the show, whether you're driving or sitting at your desk, can you create a little bit of that physical feeling in your body? When I really relax and I move my attention towards my scalp, I can start recreating those sensations, those tingles in my scalp. When I really focus on my shoulders and the back of my neck, 
I feel the muscles relax. I feel my shoulders drop. And I can recreate physically the sensation of magic that brought me so much joy as a child. See if you can do that now. We are so connected. Our bodies, our minds, our spirits, our emotions, we are so intertwined. We are such multifaceted beings. And oftentimes, if we can create a sensation intentionally in our bodies, it can also change our emotions. Conversely, if we can consciously change our emotions, we can change the way our bodies feel physically. And it doesn't matter which direction it goes. What matters is being aware of where you can most easily create sensation. So if during this little exercise you were like, I can't create sensation in my body, I don't know what you're talking about, Laura, that is really difficult, that is okay. Perhaps you can more easily create the feeling in your mind than in your body. Go back in your mind to something that happened during the holidays that brought you a ton of joy. When I was little, we, we were comfortable, but we didn't have extra money and my parents were very conservative. So we didn't spend a lot of extra money at Christmas time, but we had really, really nice holidays. I remember one Christmas, I came out into the living room and there was a baby cradle and I loved my dolls. And this was one of those gorgeous rocking baby cradles. And it was painted this really pretty turquoise and white. And it had these almost like Holly Hobby. Do you remember Holly Hobby? Um, stencils is the wrong word, but they're like the plasticky things that you would stick on them. And it had like the little Holly Hobby girl. And it was beautiful. And I could see how the rockers had been cut out of the wood. But what blew my mind is this top of this cradle was arched. So it was a flat piece of wood that had been curved. So it was arched. And I remember being so enamored that Santa and his elves had been able to bend this piece of wood. And I remember loving the cradle, but just going back to this idea over and over in my mind, how do you bend wood? How do you bend wood? Because I was too young to know that, of course, you can soften wood and wood can be thin and you can bend wood. I didn't know that. And it was that idea that was just so magical. And I felt like Santa and the elves had done something so incredible just for me. And that was a very headspace thing because I was processing, how do you do it? How, and I could look, I could see how this wood had been kind of notched and then screwed down. And, and I just kept going over and over in that. And that's something that I create in my head. 
What about you? Can you think of something that you pondered? Maybe like, how can Santa get all the way around the world? How can there be enough oil to light these lights for many nights in a row? Think about some of the myths and the legends and the magic that you might have experienced on a headspace level. And just like you did with the physical body, move into those mental thoughts until those thoughts create the sensation of magic and joy in your physical body. Now, the third way to do this is starting from the spiritual level. We have started from the physical. We have started from the mental. And the third way to do it is to start from the spiritual level. The way to do that is either move yourself into a place of meditation or prayer, whatever feels best for you. But move yourself into that place of just stillness, quieting the mind, quieting the body. Connect to something outside of you, again, whether it's the universe or spirit or God. And allow that peace, allow that joy to start filling you up. Filling you up from your toes your legs, your hips, your belly, your hands, your arms, up the neck and over the head. And let that spirit, the spirit of the holidays, the spirit of love, the spirit of joy, to light you up from the inside out. And from there, you might feel the relaxation in your body. You might feel the relaxation in your mind and your thoughts. Allow it to fill you up and to change the way you experience life right now. Ah, take a breath and kind of come out of that. That was our first major way to shift. That was our first major way to sparkle all season long. By practicing, changing the way you feel, either by consciously changing your body, by consciously connecting to a thought, or by consciously connecting to spirit. And it doesn't matter which way in is the easiest way in for you. Use whatever is the easiest way in for you. Use it and enjoy it and allow it to shift from that stress to magic, to joy, to however it is you want to experience this holiday season. Ah, alrighty. 
Now we're going to move into some more practical tools because my focus is on having you sparkle all season. And by sparkle, I mean waking up with enthusiasm and joy so you can have fun. So you can connect with those that you love the most. So you can create amazing memories. Okay. <sighs> Think about what you are going to be doing this holiday season realistically. Realistically is the word that I want you to focus on. It's December 1st. We've got a few weeks here from now until New Year's. In those four weeks, in this amount of time, what is it honestly that you are going to be doing? Because one of the biggest buzzkills is setting expectations that are too high. And by that, I don't even necessarily mean too high because that can imply that we're going to be doing a shoddy job. And that's not what I mean. But Maybe you're like me in that. Sometimes I'll wake up in the day and I'll be like, yay, today's going to be great. I'm going to clean the whole house. I'm going to do all the laundry. I'm going to groom the animals. I'm going to make an amazing dinner. I'm going to get through my email. I'm going to post a new thing on my website. And I'm going to do 14 pages in my photo album. Oh, and I'm going to work out. And I'm going to call my mom. And, and, and. And then, when the end of the day rolls around and, quote, all I've done is cleaned the house, worked out, and called my mom, then I feel like a loser. Then I beat myself up. What's wrong with you, Laura? Can't you get anything done? Fine. Didn't even groom the animals. Pfft, didn't even get that done. You are such a loser. And then how do I go to bed? I go to bed feeling really bad about myself when in reality, I did so much. But it's because my expectations were unrealistic. They were way too high in an unrealistic way. The other day, I was putting stuff up on my website for you know the Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all of that stuff for all of my holiday specials. It literally took me all day to do the graphics, to write the copy, to put it up on my website. But because that morning, my intention was to put up all of my holiday items on my website, I felt like I had accomplished a lot because that was the only thing on my to-do list. My to-do list was accurate. It was realistic. It still took me, I kid you not, it took me like 15 hours. So I worked way more than an eight-hour day. But I felt really good about myself. Whereas, had I been unrealistic in my expectations, and I would have put four more things on my list in addition to putting up all of my holiday items on my website, I would have gone to bed feeling really bad about myself. So that's the next thing that I would like to focus on for me, for you, throughout this holiday season. Expectations. 
things are definitely different this year. What are your expectations for the holidays? And when we're talking about expectations, please break away from the doing things. Like have a dinner, buy presents, decorate the house, whatever it is. Yes, those are important things too. But I really want you to get specific about what those things mean. What good is decorating the house if you don't have time to read a book under your Christmas tree or to sit under the lights and to sip your cup of tea? What good is it to do so many of the things that you pressure yourself to do if you don't take the time to enjoy them? So manage those expectations. And you know me, because I'm a hypnotherapist, I am really big on writing things down. Because when we write things down, we activate the subconscious portion of our brain. Write down what you want to accomplish and why. Your why is so important. And sometimes just by having realistic expectations and writing down your why, you will automatically feel so much more joy and satisfaction. You probably actually have had quite a few things taken off of your plate this year. There's probably going to be less holiday functions and parties. You might actually have more time to enjoy this year if you just focus on that and give yourself the opportunity to enjoy. So shopping, cooking, cleaning, crafting, decorating. What are the things that you want to do and what can you realistically do? Can you realistically work all day, cook dinner, take care of the kids, and decorate on Tuesday night? Probably not. So write down what you will do. You will put out these decorations. You will clean out this drawer. You will polish the silver. You will shop online. You will sort through your wrapping paper. You will make sure you've got whatever it is, write down the specific tasks. For me, putting up a Christmas tree is not just putting up a Christmas tree. Because if I say on my to-do list, I'm going to put up a Christmas tree, that looks like one little thing. Okay, let me break that down for you. First, that means moving my couch, carrying a chair and a table and a lamp all downstairs. It means vacuuming the floor because that's been, you know, under, under the couch and all that stuff. I'm not going to put up my tree on a dirty carpet. Then it means bringing the tree up from the basement. I have an artificial tree. Then it means dealing with all the lights. Realistically, that means running up to the store a couple of different times and buying some lights and 
stringing and restringing it because it looks weird. Then it means bringing up all of my ornament boxes. It means going through all of that. It means running around for some different hooks. It means all of these different things, doing the garlands, getting the stepladder. Then it means putting the tree skirt on and vacuuming again. Then it means taking the boxes back downstairs and stacking them on the shelves. That's a lot of steps and that's a lot of effort. And in the middle of that, it's going to be lunchtime or dinner time, or I will get delayed. If I want to enjoy that process, which I do, I need to consciously focus on enjoying that process because otherwise it becomes so frustrating to me. I need to break it down in my mind on my list. Empty the living room. Check. That was fun. Now I can clean and I can feel good about that. Bring tree up and do lights. Ooh, this is fun. Lights is a whole process. Why do I focus on the lights? Why do I have so many lights? Because I love the way they look. Because I love that beautiful glow. Because I love having white and red lights on my tree. Because I love holiday lights. Because I love during this cold, dead time of year, having that beautiful glow. So I need to focus on what it is about that activity that brings me joy. And I also need to be realistic about the fact that if it doesn't bring me joy, don't do it. I am hereby granting you permission to not do whatever it is that does not bring you joy. If you do not like decorating and it doesn't bring you joy, oh my gosh, don't decorate. Don't decorate. If you only like to decorate with certain things because they bring you joy, do that. Maybe you've read some Marie Kondo. She's the big guru on cleaning out your house. And, and her thing is, if it sparks joy, keep it. And if it doesn't, get rid of it because it's just keeping clutter in your house and in your life. That philosophy is for more than just clutter and stuff in your house. That philosophy applies to everything that you do as a person. If it doesn't bring you joy, don't do it. If you dread making holiday dinners, don't make them. If you hate baking and cookies and pies and breads, don't do it. There is no rule that says you have to holiday a certain way. I hereby grant you permission to do whatever it is you enjoy. If you don't like wrapping, don't wrap presents. Do what sparks joy and be intentional about knowing what sparks joy in your life because that is how you are going to sparkle all season. Know how long it takes to do things. Set realistic ex expectations for yourself. Do what brings you joy. Let go of everything that, no long, that does not bring you joy or that no longer brings you joy. And do what's fun. 
The next thing I kind of want to talk about is depression. Dysfunctional families, depression, financial issues. Everybody knows that the holiday season is supposed to be the happiest time of the year. And everybody also knows that it's the time of the year where depression hits many people the hardest. We have these expectations that we have to spend all of this money and create these amazing, gorgeous traditions that we don't have the money to do. And then that sends us into those shame spirals of I should and I can't and blah, 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 blah. We're supposed to have these amazing family events, the whole Norman Rockwell Christmas. But for most of us, we have dysfunctional family members. We have people that we don't get along with and that we don't want to see. We have people that have different religious beliefs or political beliefs. And it's hard. And we spend all of this money and all of this time trying to see these people and trying to create this image in our head that's not really ever going to work and it brings depression. Or we don't even have family or friends left. And especially this year with COVID, we have even fewer options. Let's confront that. Let's talk about that. It is okay to absolutely hate the expectations of the holidays. It is okay to not be happy about having the entire world tell you you should be spending money when you don't have it to spend. It's okay to be mad and angry and bitter and resentful at a world that is telling you that you should have this happy, loving, connected family when really you don't. And it's also okay to struggle in your mental health any time of year, but it is especially okay to struggle in your mental health during the holiday season. Earlier, I said, this is a time of rest. This is a time of going within. This is the time of death. We are hibernating. We are cold. We are tired. We are going within. And it is so ironic that at the winter solstice, the peak of this dead within dormant season, we're supposed to be all sparkly and happy. What I'd like to say is, oh, heck no. That's not the energy of this season. That is not the energy of the middle of winter. And yes, there's a lot of phoniness around the holidays. There's a lot of phoniness that goes on as we're shopping for people and we're, you know, talking to people and we're all hyped up trying to make things what they are not. And as you know, or maybe you don't know, maybe you're fairly new to my show, in which case, welcome. But if you're not new to my show, you know that I am about getting real. And by real, I mean by getting radically raw and real in how we feel and what's going on. I think we all need to get a lot more real 
about who we are. My whole brand, my whole mission is to help people be seen for who they are not, for who they think they should be. I believe that nothing should be taboo. I believe the more that we talk honestly, the more that we speak openly about things that are going on within and around us, the more we will all be able to connect realistically from the heart, from the place of authenticity with others. Because we're all experiencing the same thing and we're all hiding. My brand, my work, all uses the concept of burlesque in taking off the layers of identity, taking off the pretenses, dropping your cover and revealing exactly who you are and what's going on. How much better would it feel to be able to speak honestly and openly without shame around so many of these things around the holidays, around I don't really have the money this year. I don't feel like taking the risk and buying gifts for people who don't really need it, who don't really appreciate it. I don't feel like stressing myself and my budget right now. There's a lot of uncertainty going on with COVID. Let's all just connect and have fun together. Doesn't that feel better? Also, wouldn't it be nice to say Honestly and openly, I don't really get along that well with my family. It creates more stress. And I actually don't really enjoy big family dinners. What I do enjoy is connecting one-on-one. -on -one. What I do enjoy is, and I am going to give myself the grace and the space and the permission to do what I enjoy. Wouldn't that feel better? Wouldn't that feel better if we all dropped our cover and said, you know, this is what I want, and this is what I cherish, and this is what I miss, and this is who I want to be with, and this is how I want to be with them. To me, that is what this season is about. That's what it means to sparkle all season. That's what it means to wake up with joy and enthusiasm. That's what it means to go to bed every night feeling satisfied. What I want is. How I want to feel is. And this is what I'm going to do in order to feel that way. I would like a quiet space and time to actually call some of my girlfriends and to have a deep conversation. To block out that time where nothing else is getting in the way. To me, that would feel good. That nurtures my soul. That is way more nourishing and satisfying than cleaning my house, pulling out the good dishes, creating a menu, wading through grocery stores, cooking, which I absolutely do not enjoy doing, worrying about timing everything, and trying to put on some fancy meal. That doesn't make me sparkle. And I give myself permission to not do 
what doesn't make me sparkle. I give myself permission to speak honestly. It's about self-worth. Even more than that, it's about naked self-worth. Naked self-worth is my term. It is my term for what I believe we all have within. We all have naked self-worth, which is the ability to value ourselves for who we are, not for who we think we should be or for who we want to become. When we are fully connected to our naked self-worth, it becomes easy to speak from the heart. It becomes easy to trust in our truth and to know our truth and to claim our truth because we know we are worthy. We are worthy of sparkling. We are worthy of feeling joy. We are worthy of waking up every single morning being excited for what the day holds in store. We are worthy to go to bed every single night feeling satisfied. We are worthy of that because we are divine beings. And if we cannot create our own standards, if we cannot speak our truth from our heart, we're never going to be happy. We're never going to be satisfied. We're always going to be seeking more. We're always going to think we're broken. What's wrong with me? Why don't I like this? What's wrong with me? Why can everybody else do it, but I don't? What's wrong with me? Why am I depressed? Something is wrong with me. No. Nothing is wrong with you. Whatever it is you are feeling, whatever it is you are struggling with, I promise that there is nothing wrong with you. The only thing that might be wrong is that you're not expressing it. But however you feel is how you feel. And you deserve, you are worthy of speaking your truth. You are worthy of setting your own standards. You are worthy of validating yourself. So, circling all the way back to the beginning of this show, when I asked you to go back to a time when you were a child and to think about the magic of the season, to think about what you loved, think about your worth. You were worthy of magic. You were worthy of Santa Claus and reindeer. You were worthy of gifts. You were worthy of a whole holiday break away from school. You were worthy of lights and love and meals. Think about what made the season magical. Was your self-worth? Was your naked self-worth? You were worthy because you were you. Move into your body. Move into your mind. Move into your spirit. What does it feel like to be worthy? What does it feel like to be good enough exactly as you are? What would it feel like 
to not have to do one thing this season. Just to be. What would it feel like to be in the magic, to be in the love, to be in that worth? I want you to breathe that in on a spiritual level, letting it fill you up from your toes, up your legs, up your body, up your arms, up your neck, to the very tip of your head. Think that through on an intellectual level. You don't have to cook or clean or shop or call or create. You might choose to, but you don't have to. And guess what? Your kids love you. Your families and your friends, they love you. Of course, kids want presents. Of course, there's expectations that have been set based on the past, based on history. But when push comes to shove, you and I both know that your kids, your families, your friends, your coworkers, they want you. They don't want the things that you can provide. They love you. And especially now, With COVID, and there has been so much death all around us. Please know, presence are not what matters. It is your presence as a human that matters. If there is anybody in your world that would rather have a gift from you than you, then they probably shouldn't be in your world. You are what matters. Rest in that cognitive knowing. Rest in that. Now, I am not advocating necessarily that you don't do anything at all. But what I am advocating is that you know that at the core of your being, that you are enough. The fact that you are here on earth is enough. That is all you need to be here. Feel that. We've filled it up spiritually. We've moved in cognitively. Go in emotionally. However you feel is good enough. Let this knowing fill you up that I get to choose. This year, I get to choose. A lot of my coaching programs, all of my coaching programs, (laughs) run in several different phases. The first phase, we set an intention. The second phase, we recognize and release. The third phase, we reveal. And the fourth phase, we re-choreograph. I'm giving you a little bit of free coaching here around the holidays. What is your intention around the holidays? Think about everything that we talked about. Going in 
and creating the way you feel, setting realistic expectations, knowing what brings you joy, knowing what doesn't bring you joy, and giving yourself permission to do what you want to do. So what is your intention? Is your intention to sparkle all season? Is your intention to wake up with enthusiasm and joy because you can't wait to live this next day? Oh my gosh, how many days do you have to live? None of us know. None of us know how many days we have to live. What I want for you is to live every day with enthusiasm and joy like it might be your last. Who would want their last day to be one lived, running around, stressed out, beating yourself up? Heck no. Live today and every day with gusto because you deserve it. So that is that first piece, setting your intention. I intend to live every day with enthusiasm and joy. I intend to wake up excited every morning for everything that I get to do. And I intend on going to bed every night feeling satisfied with myself and my day. That is my intention. The second step in my life choreography coaching programs is recognizing and releasing. Recognizing. When you're setting unrealistic expectations for yourself, recognizing when you're creating your holidays in a way that doesn't really work for you, you're doing it because it's always been done that way, or you're doing it because you think you should. Recognizing what you love and what you don't love quite so much and releasing everything that no longer serves you. If you don't want to bake pumpkin bread, don't bake the dang pumpkin bread. If you want to craft, craft. Recognize what you love. Recognize what you don't love. Recognize what you choose and recognize what was put upon you. And release what no longer serves you. This is such a bold and delicious, loving thing that you can do for yourself. The next step in all of my coaching programs and in my book is reveal. Once you have recognized and released everything that is holding you back, all that no longer serves you, you get to reveal the glory and the beauty and the deliciousness of what is there. And this is where magic happens. It's like that quote about Michelangelo carving his sculptures out of marble. Somebody said, how do you know when you're done? Because if you look at those sculptures, how do you know how much to take away? You have to take away enough to reveal the beauty that is already in that block of marble. And if you don't release it, that beauty cannot be revealed. That joy cannot be revealed. That happiness and satisfaction will not be revealed. You've got to release enough in order to reveal the joy and the enthusiasm and the satisfaction. How do you want to feel? 
What do you need to release in order to reveal that? And then the last step in all of my coaching is re-choreograph. Once you realize what you want, how you want to show up, how you want to feel. Once you recognize and release everything that is blocking that from happening, and once you reveal the joy, the beauty of what you want, then that next step is to re-choreograph, and it's to figure out what you need in order to get there. You might need to have some conversations with extended, extended family members. You might need to have some conversations with your spouse or your kids. You might need to create different plans. You're creating different plans this year anyway. It's already a different year. Why not capitalize on that and make this year your catalyst year? Expectations are already different. What a blessing that is. What a stinking blessing. Things are already different. Now is your chance. There is no status quo. What can you create this year? That will choreograph joyous holiday seasons for years to come. You will probably need a little bit of help doing that and you will take need to take some time and that is okay. Right now, go to www.sparkleallseason.com and sign up for my free challenge December 7th through December 11th. And I will help you create the kind of holidays that you want. I will help you create a kind of experience that nourishes and nurtures you, that brings you joy and enthusiasm and satisfaction. I will help you get clear on how you want to feel. So in years to come, you will be able to be honest. You will be able to stand in your truth and you will be able to know what you want and you will be able to claim what you want. Thank you for listening to the show and thank you for being brave and strong enough to honor yourself to know that you were worth it. Even if you're not completely there, that is okay. You have taken the first steps just by feeling, just by expanding your mind, just by expanding your spiritual awareness, just by allowing yourself to move into the emotion of the years past where you experienced happiness and joy. You have taken some powerful first steps in recreating happiness and joy in reconnecting to your naked self-worth and to living a life that feels good that you are proud of. 
Because like I said earlier, we don't know how many days we have. But what we can do is make sure every day we do have is as joyful and enthusiastic and exciting as possible. And that is my holiday magic wish for you. I wish that you wake up every morning enthusiastic about the day to come. And I wish that you go to bed every night feeling very satisfied. Setting your own standards, validating yourself, resting in your truth. Thank you for being here. Join me next week and every week in December. And also, now is your time. I am so excited about my show schedule for next year because I'm going to be doing some very different things in 2021. I recently sent out an email survey. And if you're not on my email list, oh my goodness, you should be. If you're on my email list, you get things like meditations. You get things like invitations to my sales. I am doing some amazing holiday sales right now. Yoga Lask is $100 off. My life choreography coaching package is $500 off. I've got 50% off my meditations. I have got a free dance class with every book purchase. If you're not on the email list, you are missing out on so much delicious wisdom and gifts and goodness and connection. So go to nakedselfworth.com and you can get on my email list. If you also go to nakedselfworth.com and put in your email address, you will also get a copy of the top 20 things that block your sparkle and what to do about it. And why that is important is because it will help you learn about what you might need to recognize and release so you can reveal your authentic truth, the joy that is in your heart. So go to nakedselfworth.com, get on my email list, go to sparkleallseason.com, join my free challenge, and let's close out 2020 strong. Have an amazing week. I can't wait to connect with you next week. And as usual, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Overcome the need to please and find the uninhibited joy of being exactly who you are right now. Come find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more and get your free gift at lauracheadle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E dot com.